Welcome to Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention, and the brave ones come with me.
Greetings. This is episode 54 of Professor Gruntsplatter's Spookatorium. Welcome. Thank you for being here. I am your humble host. Uh, starting the show was Bestia Centauri with Beneath Exsanguinated Suns from the 2003 release The Antediluvian Earth that came out on AFE Records. Uh, in a bit, I'm going to do something a little different and talk about a recent film called Moon Garden. Uh, I don't have anything to do with it or the filmmaker. I haven't been in any contact with them, but it so thoroughly impressed me that, um, and it, and it fits with a lot of the ideas that go into this show, and I wanted to try and give it a little goose. Uh, first, though, a bit more music. This is Alaki from the Ishtar Gate EP. Uh, the track is Dumazid.
That was Solipsis with Black Lung. Uh, that track is taken from the huge uh, Reverberations of Stone compilation that came out on Ohm Resistance in 2020. Uh, and that comp was a quarantine project where all of the artists were instructed to use sounds from the Mineralian Museum in Essen, Germany's recordings of their various stone instruments in their collection. Uh, so all of the tracks on the comp were derived from those samples. Um, before that was Overlook with the track River's Edge from the Smoke Signals release, and opening that set was Alaki with Dumazid. Scratching for ways to define the ineffable, humanity's fever to understand the other finds voice through its artistry. Directed by Ryan Stevens-Harris, Moon Garden came out in 2022, and it's done the festival circuit, and I believe it had a limited theatrical release. I saw it on uh, VOD. Um, the pitch line for this movie is, quote, When a little girl has a terrible accident and slips into a coma, she finds herself thrust into a darkly surreal industrial dream world, unquote. That line and a beautiful poster was enough for me to check this out. And aside from that, I went in having never heard of it, and uh, I will try and keep this generic enough that it doesn't ruin anything. Um, it ended up being one of the best films that I've seen in ages. And the pitch summarizes it well. That is what happens. But how it's executed is something that is uh, some really stunning filmmaking that is on a budget, but makes the absolute most of it. Uh, the sets are constrained, but it's uh, they're evocative. Um, they integrate stop motion and animation effects to augment the live action, which contributes to that off-kilter otherness that is so crucial to sell an idea like this. And they it probably isn't used in the way that it sounds like it would be used, having said that. Um, the way that the liminal state of hovering within the coma is handled is effective and emotional. And somehow all of this hangs on the performance of Havenly Harris, who's a little girl who I would guess is not even eight years old. I think the character is five in the movie, and she's probably close to that. But she is so expressive and responsive to what's happen happening that it works wonderfully to support the surrealism going on around her. Uh, I found myself thinking at times about the story of how the kid who played Danny in The Shining didn't know that he was in a horror movie while he was filming it, and I would imagine that was not the case with this movie, but Haven appears to be the director's daughter, and that connection and safety it afforded her really pays off in her performance. It it is something. Um, it's beautifully shot. The sound design is potent. Uh, but the thing that made this movie stand out for me is that you feel the stakes. It is as emotional as it is visually unique. There are elements of Jan Spockmeyer, uh, maybe a little Terry Gilliam, and uh, Jean-Pierre Junet in there, uh, in a way. I was even reminded a little bit of Rince Dream's Dr. Caligari's strangeness in the handling of some of the sets. Um, it was the emotional pull that Genet creates in his early films that I kept sort of thinking about. Strange, but grounded in something real. Uh, whereas when I watch a film like Mad God, uh, which is gorgeous and amazing in its own right, the lack of story underneath it lessens the impact of a little bit, of, of it a little bit. Um, the idea of liminality is something that's always appealed to me. It's even stitched into the name of my record label, Cryonic Mind. Um, the between places where consciousness and unconsciousness press against each other and the world that is born out of that friction. Uh, Moon Garden is a wonderful exploration of that idea. Uh, it's visually captivating, emotionally resident, without being heavy-handed or overly sentimental, and while being some strange alchemy of the things 
I mentioned, the filmmakers I mentioned, it remains its own vision. And I don't want to go through point by point and dilute anything from the experience of watching it as much as I would kind of like to. Um, if any of that sounds interesting, I can't imagine that you won't like this. Um, the trailer is great, but I recommend going in blind and let this film just sweep over you.
That was Vengeance Space Quartet with Lurking Down the Drain. And fun bit of trivia, uh, Stephen Petrus from Murderous Vision is in that project. Um, before that was Conflict Burning with Gravity Feeds. And opening the set uh, was Skullflower from the third Gatekeeper release with the track Black Rabbit. Um, and coming up next is Verge with uh, Thori.
Fukatorium exists to showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here.
was Hive Mind with House Without a Key off the Elysian Alarms release. Uh, before that was Flowers for Body Snatchers with There Will Be Lies. And opening that set was Verge with Thori off their 2017 release, Emblematic Ruin. And I think that's about it for this one. Thank you, as always, for checking out the show. I appreciate it. It seems like uh, we may have picked up a few new listeners recently. So thanks to them for giving... Uh, it a chance. Um, there's no snacks, but you can hang around as long as you want. Um, I'm going to seal the gate for this episode with Alter. This is Love Eternal. Yeah. 